Well, welcome back to our Connect Church Discipleship Podcast. We are now in Season 2, Episode 1. Uh, we're excited about that. Uh, go watch the trailer for Season 2, so this way you kind of know what's happening here uh, and that you can track along with that. In this season, we're going to look at the disciplines, uh, of spiritual disciplines, as well as ordinances that are part of the lives of disciples of Christ. Um, and excited today to welcome back to the podcast. They're with us in Season 1 uh, for the Gospel Series, but now in Season 2. Uh, Carlton and Frank. Carlton is one of the Connect Group leaders at our church. Frank is our, our lead pastor. Um, these are two men of very wise counsel, as you as you saw in uh, in season one. So you get to hear from them again today. Um, and we're going to start with ordinances of the church, and that's it's a little bit of a weird word. Like I don't know that like anybody walks around saying ordinances anymore. That would kind of be the technical term, but. It's basically a moment where we recognize what God has done. Uh, it's kind of an intentional pausing uh, to see what God has done. That takes shape of regular practices within the church. And so there's two ordinances that we're going to highlight, uh, and that's water baptism and uh, communion. And when we participate in these, we believe we're doing what God has called us to do, just tang tangible ways that we're expressing our faith uh, in Jesus' death and, and resurrection. Um, and so if you're watching with us, maybe you've never been to a local church and seen this yet. Uh, if you're part of Connect Church, you certainly you certainly will. Uh, or maybe you've seen this many times before. I think one of the challenges with ordinances is the the repetitiveness can get us sometimes. Like, oh, it's the first Sunday of the month, communion time, you know, like, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, water baptism. Yeah, I've seen that before. Like, And so we need the prayer sometimes of the Lord to help us see uh, with fresh eyes on that. And so... Um, rather than the repetitive working against us, uh, it should be continual reminders of what Jesus has done for us. And so uh, as we start with water baptisms today, and we'll divide this between this episode and the next one, but how would you guys explain water baptism and its purpose to someone who's just started following Christ and maybe hasn't had uh, an encounter on that end yet? I'll go first. Um, well, we I would describe water baptism um, to someone who is new in Christ is um, uh, the same way as it's explained to me, that it's an outward expression of what is happening um, internally, mm -hmm. but also that it, it it links us to Christ's death and his resurrection. That yeah. as we enter into the waters, we are dying to our old selves and yeah. our old way of life and uh, in his resurrection that as we um, emerge from the waters, we are entering into that that new life. Yeah, awesome. Good. So let's get some scriptural context uh, for some of our time today. So we're going to read Mark 1, uh, verses 4 to 5. And Carlton, would you go ahead and, and share that one with us? Certainly. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. So John's baptizing people as they're repenting, right? They're turning back to God. Uh, it wasn't the baptism gave them the repentance, right? But as Carlton, you were saying, it, it's the sign of what was happening uh, in their in their life. Uh, it's interesting that John baptizes Jesus. It, it seems kind of odd, right? Because Jesus didn't need to repent, right? Um, in fact, John, if you read the account, initially he refuses. He's like, I'm not doing this. So why do you guys think that Jesus was ultimately baptized? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately we look to the life of Jesus to try and replicate that. And so I think Jesus was showing that in the way that he lived. 
And then he's also like fully human and, and fully God. And so, you know, he didn't sin, but I think in his humanity, he's showing what it, we live like in our humanity. Mm-hmm. So, That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So um, let's keep reading a little bit. Frank, we're going to come to you uh, for Matthew chapter 28, uh, the Great Commission. Yeah. So Matthew 28 says in verse 19, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Great. So we, we in church circles will talk about the Great Commission a lot, right? This is this is our, our mission, right, to share the gospel. Part of that, uh, Jesus tells them to baptize the people that are responding uh, to the gospel. And we'll see why in a moment. But um, if we look at the book of Acts, there's a couple instances of water baptism uh, that we see. Um, so there's... 3,000 new disciples that are baptized after Peter preaches in Acts 2.41. Uh, in Acts 8.12, the Samaritans believe and are baptized. Paul's baptized after his Damascus Road experience. Um, Cornelius and some other Gentiles are baptized in Acts 10. Lydia and her household in Acts 16. The Philippian jailer and his household and also Acts 16. Um, in Acts 18.8, it says many Corinthians were baptized. And then in Acts 19.3, the Ephesian disciples were baptized. And so we see these instances of baptism. Oh, I think I forgot the eunuch as well uh, in, in Acts 8, right? So we see these instances of it, but but again, why? And if you go back and read all those, the common thread was there was a change. There was, there was this repentance factor, a sign of that, kind of what you guys were talking about before. Um, I, I like to say it like this. Water baptism is a sign of a different baptism that's already occurred. And so we have a chart that you may be seeing on the screen um, and if you're listening on the podcast, uh, we could email it to you or something. Just, just let us know. Um, but I kind of like to break it down into three baptisms, and you'll see the categories there um, of what is happening. Salvation, then water baptism, and then baptism uh, in the Holy Spirit. Um, and so we'll kind of look at, at that in just a moment. But, uh, Carlton, would you read 1 Corinthians 12, 13 uh, for me? Sure. For we were all baptized by one Spirit, so as to form one body whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Awesome. So in that context, Paul says we're, we were all baptized by one spirit. So the spirit's the one doing the baptizing in this point. So we know it's not water baptism because it's not a disciple doing doing the baptizing there, right? Um, and so, so this, I think Paul's really talking about salvation. We're being baptized into the body of Christ, right? Um, and this is, this is something we can't see uh, with a visible eye. Um, baptized means to immerse. And so we're being immersed in Jesus, right? But then uh, we would know after that that, okay, they would be water baptized, um, which is where a disciple would baptize uh, someone in water for what we talked about before, Carlton. I think you said it great about like is this is the old life. We're dying to sin, dying to self, and we're we're uh, signifying that we were buried with Christ, but then rising uh, as well. Um, and so that's another baptism. And then we also see baptism of the Holy Spirit or in the Holy Spirit, where Jesus is actually the baptizer in that instance, and we're being immersed in the Holy Spirit um, for power to witness. Um, and so if we look at the chart again, uh, which we see there is. Is there an order to this? Like, is this like one, two, three, three, two, one? Like, how does that kind of kind of play out uh, for someone that's a disciple? I think that the way that the chart is set up, I think is a, um, I believe that that order is uh, pretty appropriate because in order, uh, uh, in order for someone, it would be out of order for someone to be baptized in water before receiving salvation, mm-hmm. right? Um, and um, in like fashion as well, I believe that um, 
the uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit, um, um, when, when we see it play out, for example, um, uh, just if we look at Jesus's life and how Je when Jesus was baptized, right? Jesus was baptized. He comes out of the water. The Holy Spirit descends mm -hmm. upon him. Sure. So if, if I'm looking at the chart and measuring it to the example set by Christ, I think the chart is accurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the order is important too, right? The first one is really I just see the beauty of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And as I see the beauty of Jesus, I'm baptized into his family, the capital C Church. I'm part of this. And baptism is the declaration that this is true. And then the third one, again, it's, it's the power to witness and begin to live this out. And so I think the order is appropriate. Um, again, maybe was there an instance where maybe you're saved, baptism in the spirit happens, and then baptized, sure, that might happen. But I think I do think that this order overall, I think, speaks to the proper way that like we begin to walk in the journey of following yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's, it's good thoughts that both of you guys share. Um, I think I have to double check. I think even the scripture in Acts 10, I think they do get baptized in the spirit first and then, then they're water baptized, right? But I sometimes wanted to highlight this is these were kind of expected next steps mm -hmm. for them, right? Like if they knew you were saved, like it was kind of, okay, water baptism should follow this. They right. were expecting them to be baptized uh, in the spirit. Um, and a lot of times, uh, we'll talk about this in, in our next episode, we can we can delay these things. I'm not ready for it yet. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll have to kind of kind of discuss that um, a, a little bit there. Um, and I'd say, I mean, the pattern that we're talking about, all the people that you mentioned, a lot of them, it was like conversion baptism. Mm -hmm. right. There was not a right gap. There. Yeah, it, right. Like yes. it, ha it happened. Yes. So I think that that's an important thing to draw out of these stories. That, yes. like, and again, also just to, to point out, uh, just to highlight the fact that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is orchestrated and dictated by Jesus mm -hmm. and not us. Mm -hmm. So when it's going to happen and occur, it's totally not, we don't sure. have anything to yes. do with that. That's, mm -hmm. that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. Um, and so, so just to recap, we're talking about how water baptism here is a sign of something that Jesus has done in our life, that we've been saved, um, that we're identifying uh, with, with Christ. Um, and so uh, we'll talk a little bit more in our next episode of the practicals of what that looks like. Because um, there's some questions that maybe people could be wrestling through with some of that. Um, but just to get to know you guys a little better, um, and this this will say this question was submitted by Frank himself. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what is if you could only listen to one song on repeat for the rest of your life, what would that song be? <laughs> it's funny. I said it, and I still haven't thought of it. <laughs> I'm gonna be the one who looks dumb in a moment when you guys answer it, and I don't. But. I'll take the coward way out, and I'll just say a Taylor Swift song. Uh, I'm trying to think of, I mean, there's so many good ones, it's hard to pick, you know. Um, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> just, just laughing. It's a love story, baby. Yeah, we'll, go with, that. we'll like go with that. We'll go with love story. That was the song that got me through college, you know, so we'll go with that one. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, if I had to pick one song for the rest of my life, it would probably be um, a Whitney Houston song, uh, One Moment in Time. There you go. It's a good song. Um, there you go. It's a good right. song. Well, gentlemen, enjoy listening to those songs for the rest of your life. <laughs> Every day on pause. I would like you to answer this. Right. I, think, I, I think people I, should know you. I, I, I told you I was going shine Jesus shine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want none of shine Jesus shine, man. Well, I'm going to change my answer to the anchor holes. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a, a big music person. Um, so. 
you know, I, I really don't have an answer for you. Um, but I would probably be very sad if I listened to Sing Song on, on, on repeat for the for the rest, rest of my life. How about, I, I got one for you. I'll, I'll go with Meet the Mets as, as my song. Like, I can so listen you just to want to rub in the fact that they don't win over and over Basically, again. Basically, we, we like to torture ourselves as Mets fans. That's what we do. So. Anyway, we've lost control here. So thank you for joining us on, on this podcast today. Reach out to your discipler. Um, maybe something learned. Maybe if you uh, have been baptized already, you could share with them what that's been like. Or if you haven't, maybe you could discuss that a little bit. Um, but come on back for our next episode as we look at some practical water baptism questions.